Well, hello, everybody. This is Single Life with Dr. G, Dating Over 40. And this podcast is dedicated to all of those beautiful women and handsome men who have found themselves on this single journey, whether they want to be or not. But you're here. And I am Dr. G, your relationship doctor, to help guide you on this single journey, to help you stay sane in this crazy, crazy world of dating. That's right. As you know, I have been on this single journey myself for about 10 years after being married for almost 24 years and four kids later. So I have a thing or two to tell you about the single journey and the things that I have learned. And I bring that all to you to help you stay sane. We are excited because we are global and everyone around the world is hearing us and have the same kind of issues as they're on this single journey. I want to tell you right away to please go join the Facebook group, Single Life with Dr. G. And go to my website, drgladney.com, where you can ask your questions, ask Dr. G, where you can submit your dating story, as well as purchase your own book, Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need, Not Want, and sign up for some of our courses. We have a lot of stuff for you that can help you on your single journey. Now, I am excited. We just launched our 10th podcast and we had a phenomenal panel of bachelors and bachelorettes that had conversation. If you have not listened to that one, you're going to want to go back and hear that as well as all the other ones. But on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing some really good information of research that I have done. So, you know, on this podcast, we have different segments where we talk to you about, did you know, give you some stats. We have the candid conversations when we have our guest on. We have dating do's and don'ts. We have Ask Dr. G, where you ask the question and I give you a challenge for the week. This is episode 11, Candid Conversations with 60 Men on women, men, sex, sexting, and etc. You're going to learn a lot of good information in this podcast today. As you all know, I am a researcher. My background is in psychology. So I am the emotional wellness doctor. I am the success psychologist. I help people everywhere to stay sane in a crazy world. When I work with singles, it's really helping you to get the most out of this single journey. And what I do a lot is I do research. You know why I do that? Because it's not just about my opinion. And when you do research and you collect data, numbers don't lie. I love doing research and collecting data and hearing about other people's thoughts. When I wrote the book, Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need, Not Want, this book is specifically for women, but I decided that it would be important to include in there the opinions of men, because guess what, women, we all want to know what they're thinking and whether we think that we know or not, it's important to really find out what they're really thinking and believing. 
In the Did You Know segment, I'm going to give you all the background about this research. Did you know, I interviewed 60 men for this particular project. They're men that were in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. 22 of them were in their 40s. 35 were in their 50s, and we had three that were in their 60s. Their relationship status, 14 of them had never been married. 14 are currently married. 23 had been married once, and now they're single. Nine of them had been married twice, and now they're single. Two had been married twice, and now they're married. And then we have two that have been married more than three times or more. That's a good mix of background. Also ask the men if they wanted to be married. 31 of them said, yes, they do want to be married. So there's eligible men out there. 12 of them said they're open to be married. It was only two that were unsure at the time if they really wanted to be married. And only two of them said, no, they do not want to get married. So out of all of these men that are eligible and that were not married at the time, they want to be married or open to it. So what that's telling you, ladies, there's some men out there who really, really want to be committed. Now, as I give you all of this data, ladies, I want you to take this in. Please don't do what some women do. They tell me, oh, I don't believe what they had to say. Don't do that. That's the reason why I did this research so that you can understand what's in the mind of a man. They have no reason to lie to me as a researcher. This is all qualitative research. What that means is I did interviews. So I actually interviewed 60 men, which took a lot of time because it was either done in person or on the phone. And each of these interviews ran from 20 minutes to 70 minutes and it averaged 35 minutes per interview. Some of these men, when they got to talking, they couldn't stop. (laughs) So I want you to understand that their answers are true and real. It's all anonymous. So I was doing note taking, writing it down and asking the questions. Now we're going to get to the candid conversations portion because I want to give you so much of this research. All of this is found actually in my book, Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need Not Want. But I want to highlight some things for you in case you have not gotten the book yet, because it's important on this journey of dating that you understand as much as you can about the opposite sex. Now, I started out with a question because women always say good men are hard to find. So I asked the men to define what a good man was. They're men and they needed to tell us what they think a good man is. So 46 times it came up, a good man is a provider. He's responsible. He's respectful. 38 times they said he loves his family, his kids. He has a balance in his life. 34 times it came up, honesty, faithful, and loyal. And that was number three. The men said a good man is honest, faithful, and loyal. Number four, they said the good man, he loves God. He's spiritual. He's a Christian. He understands the spirituality community. Understanding that this is men's definition of what a good man is. And then I followed up with the question and asked them, were they a good man? Now that was interesting. 
We had 42 of them that said, yes, oh, absolutely, they're a good man. Now, remember, it's 60 men interviewed. Six said they were great, very good. Nine said they are now, or either they're a work in progress. Three of them just submitted and said, well, they can be, but it depends on the woman. Most of the time, they are. So the recognition and understanding that they're a work in progress or that some of them are, haven't arrived yet. So they were trying to tell me that, yeah, they recognize that they're not as good as they can be. I thought that question was really important because when women are always talking about that they cannot find a good man, and just hearing about what a man has to say about what a good man is. And so they know, and they're very aware of where their status is. And then the next question that I asked them about, which is really what women all want to know. We want to know what is a man looking for at this stage in his life? When you're over 40, life changes. You're not looking for the same things that you were looking for in your 20s and 30s. It's not all about the body. It's not all about your curves. It's not all about what your face looks like. Yes, are men visual? Absolutely, they're visual. That is exactly how God created them to be. They are visual creatures. However, what is most important at this time in their life? When I ask the question, at this age, what do you look for in a woman? Now, I'm going to tell you, as I give you this data and what was said, You have to understand how qualitative research works. No man just said, oh, I'm just looking for one thing. They would name a list of things that they're looking for. I had to go through and look to see what was talked about and named the most. What was the thing that all the guys said that they wanted? So understand it's not in a ranking order, but this is what was number one. And I know you all have to get ready for this because you're not going to believe it. And every time I've shared this data, women either roll their eyes, they say, oh, uh, I don't believe that, (laughs) or they laugh. So I'm going to give you what came up more than anything else, what men are wanting at this stage in life in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. They are looking for a spiritual Christian, God-fearing woman. Yes, that's right. You can believe it or not, but that's what the men said is important to them. Ladies understand, it's not the curves, it's the spirituality. That came up first with the most often said. Secondly was the body. And what they said was a nice body, athletic, not overweight, or your body's proportionate. They weren't saying they want a size two or four or six. That's not what any of the men said. They did not specify a size. So I want you women to understand that because as we all get older, guess what? All of our bodies are changing and that's the nature of living. Number three on this list is something else you probably won't believe. Men are looking for women that are happy. That's right. Women out there, they're looking for somebody who loves to laugh, who likes to have fun and has good conversation. They want you to be happy. And you know what I thought when I was putting all this data together? 
how often women are sad, mad, look like they have an attitude, all of those things. And the men say, if women would just smile more, and I know what they're talking about. And you know, I did the podcast when I went undercover as a man and just looking at how the women would just look at me when they thought I was a man or even as a woman. Sometimes I walk in places and I'm trying to smile and speak and women, some of you, now, if I'm not talking about you, don't get mad, but you know who you are. You have a scowl on your face. You look like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Uh, I know you're not getting ready to say anything to me. If that's you, you need to get rid of that negative energy because it is blocking you from getting a man at this stage in your life because they are looking for women that are happy, that like to laugh, like to have fun. How do you know that? You know that by somebody's energy by the smile that you have on your face. And even if you're not smiling, the energy in your body language says it all. So I thought that was just really, really interesting. And it's a really good point for women to know. And then number four, it went on down to being family oriented, having grown kids or no kids, depending on where they were. And number five, that was tied with the family oriented was to be honest, loyal, no drama and peaceful. The other thing that men kept emphasizing is that they are looking for peace. They don't want drama. They don't want to argue. And I know women, what you're thinking, why do they do things and make us, (laughs) make us question them or argue? I already know how women think, but I'm telling you what a man is looking for. If he feels like that you are a woman that creates drama or likes to argue or whatever, that's not what he's looking for. Number seven on the list that was about being attractive, pretty, or sexual. That was way far down on the list of how many times it was said that's what a man is looking for. Now we know that they're visual and I told you number two was they wanting somebody to be proportionate and in good shape. But You look on down the list and it wasn't until way down the list that it really was emphasized on the attractiveness, if they were pretty. And guess what? It was the last on the list when a man was talking about that they wanted a natural woman, no weave, no makeup. That did come up nine different times. Or even the tone of the skin or the length of the hair. That was at the bottom of the list. So ladies, I hope this helps to diminish the myths in your mind that men are looking for a certain skin type or your hair has to look a certain way for a man to want you or to be attracted to you. Now, is that some men's preferences? Absolutely. We've even heard that on on some of the podcasts that I put out. But for the most part, that's down on the bottom of the list, ladies. They're looking for a spiritual happy woman who is takes care of her body. That's really what they're looking for. The top three things that kept coming up over and over again. In these data and in the book, I give you samples of actual quotes of what the man had to say. One of them said, happy with herself, financially stable, supportive, driven, spiritual connection, intelligent, nice body, confident in herself. One of the men said, a friend A godly woman, no kids or a kid's grown, intelligent, loves to laugh, understanding of emotions of a man. 
that she has a giving heart, a receiver, not overweight, likes the natural woman, happy in her life, in her own skin, enjoys life, has a nice smile, helpmate, good attitude. These are just some of the quotes that some of the men had to say. Someone who is happy, at peace, loves himself, open to allow someone in because of who they are, confident, family-oriented, physically fit. So do you understand the direction that this is going? This was really important because so many women, we think in our mind that a man is looking for just this certain woman and a certain type. And I'm telling you what the type is according to all the data. So now I asked another question and I said, how important is the physical appearance on the scale of one to 10? In the eight to 10 category, 31 men said it was eight to 10. They fell in that category. Five to seven, 20 of the men fell in that category. So your physical appearance is still important. But women, we don't want to overemphasize that. Because the next question was, are other characteristics more important than the physical appearance of a woman? 30 of the men said, yes, your other characteristics that you have are more important than what you look like on the outside. There was only four of them that said that it was less important. And then 14 said it was equal. Understand that your characteristics that you have are more important to men than your physical appearance. Of course, you know, we have to talk about the whole issue of sex. In our 40s, 50s, and 60s, you have to get real about where you are in your life. So I asked the question about sex to see how important it still is because we knew that men are sexual creatures. And a lot of times women say that's all that men want is sex. They can't wait to get you on a date, feed you, give you some dessert and drinks, and then they want to head back to your house or to their house. Well, I needed to clarify this at this stage in our life to see just how important sex ranked for men in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Because again, everybody's body is changing. And as well as most of these men were Christian men, to kind of see where that falls even in their minds. So we have to talk about this. So I asked the question, how important is sex on a scale of one to 10? Ranking it a 10, 25 of the men said it was a 10. So that's only 25. Nine of them said, ranked it a nine, 10, eight, 14, a six to seven, two said a four to five. But then they said it's more than just sex. It has to be good. And at this present time, they want a connection with somebody. It's chemistry and bonding that makes a difference for them. It was interesting that although they said it's important, it's really not the act itself, ladies. Now, let me tell you this next question that's really important. I asked the men, would you be open to dating someone who is practicing abstinence? Again, a very important question because most all of these men that I interviewed were Christian men. And I wanted to see, was there any difference in how Christian men think about sex and the reality of what we deal with? 
And so asking the question, would they be open to dating someone who is practicing abstinence? Most women out there, you would say, oh no, I haven't never met him. I, I haven't met a man like that and he doesn't exist. Well, let me tell you, ladies, he exists because eight of them answered yes, they would be open to dating someone who is practicing abstinence. 12 said yes for marriage and with guidelines. So right there you have 20 men that are open to this. And then 16 said, yes, they're open. They're open to it with guidelines. So we add that onto it and it's 36. Four answered yes for a short period of time. So now we're up to 40 men who are open to this or saying yes. So yes, ladies, it's not all about the sex at this present time in our lives. And aren't we happy about that? That's a really good thing because if you're on a spiritual journey and if you're Christian and on a journey, then this is going to be really important to you. And then we had one person that was sure and 19 of the men said no. They just flat out said no. This is good information for you to know and understand. Because if that is where a man is in his life, then you need to move on to the next because you're not going to be able to talk him into where you are in your life. You just can't. So that's not a good match. So of course, that's something that you're going to need to discuss. If that's where you are and you're dating, you need to discuss that up front so that you don't waste his time and he doesn't waste your time. So 19 flat out said no, but the rest of everybody is really the majority of the men were open or said yes with guidelines and helping you to understand. Now they wanted to know, depends on how long, the length of time, maybe for three months, maybe they did say a lot of different things. And again, you can see exactly what they had to say in the book. But I thought that question was really important. Now, the next question that I asked, because I hear this is happening a lot in our age group, even in the 40s, 50s and 60s, we have a lot of women sexting. Now, this is just so amazing to me because everything lives on in on your phone and on the Internet. But I wanted to ask the men, what do you feel about all of the new pictures that are sent through Facebook DMs are sent through the DMs on Instagram that are sent to men's phones because there's a lot of that still going on in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And I'm saying, okay, so what's happening out there? What are we thinking, ladies? What's going on? Well, let me just tell you what the men had to say about that. When I asked the question, how do you feel about a woman sexting you, sending provocative pictures that you don't know? Now, this is in the context of you meeting somebody, dating, or sending something in social media to get somebody's attention. This was not talking about people in relationships. This is specifically women that you don't know. Let me tell you what the men said. 40 of them said they don't like it and they wouldn't date you. Now, let me tell you, that doesn't mean they won't look at your picture. But I'm telling you, they don't like it and they would not date you. 40. 40 men said that. Eight of them said they don't mind it. Only eight men said they don't mind it. Five said they don't mind it, but they wouldn't date you. So we have 45 people that no, don't like it, wouldn't date you. 
Five of them said they don't mind, but they're not going to date you. So you can send that picture and think you're going to get somebody's attention because then they think of you as loose uh, or freaky and they just wouldn't date you. Four men said they like it. Only four. Now, if you want to take a gamble and guess on out of 60 people who the four people say that they like it, but do you see what happens? So you're decreasing all of the chances just because you're leading with the visual and the sexual part of the human being because men are sexual and you know you can get their attention that way, but they're not going to want to date you. And then only three of them were neutral and said, well, they didn't have a feeling about it one way or the other. I thought this was real important, ladies, to get this message. If you're out there and you're sexting, I would just tell you, my advice to you is to say, stop doing it. Don't do it. It's not working. It is not working for you. And you know that because if you're still in a single world and you're just still sending pictures, it's not working. So they don't like it. We can nix that. Take that off the list of something that is going to get that man that you need and you're finding your soulmate. Very, very important information. The next one that I want to talk to you about are the turnoffs. I ask men, what is the one thing that women do or say that is a turnoff? Now, of course, this is going to vary. What was at the top of the list? You ready for this one? Cursing and smoking. Potty mouths, stop it. It's not cute. If you're out there and you're cursing, because you know what? Cursing is just a habit. No, you cussing. (laughs) You cussing women. If you're out there and you're cussing, it is turning men off. And smoking. I didn't realize as many women still smoke, but this was at the top of the list. And next came bad attitude, begging, selfish, bad hygiene. And I was like, what does that mean? Bad hygiene. They say, yes, some ladies have bad hygiene smells, breath, things like that. Of course, bad attitude. I expected it to be here. And I was like, what is the begging thing about? They said, well, some women want you to to do stuff for them. They want you to buy drinks. They want you to pay bills. They beg for you to do different things. And I was like, wow, very interesting. Next on the list was talk too much. If you're loud, rude, bad communication. Some people just talk, 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 talk. Now, I know there's some men that talk too much as well, but this is the turnoff for men. And then next on the list was liars and bringing up the past or drinking too much. Flirty, insecure came next, beating a topic just over and over again. And what was funny when I asked them for one turnoff, they couldn't hardly just stop at one. They would just keep going. I said, just give me one thing that turns you off. You know, some of the things when she starts comparing you to someone else, to her ex, or when she's selfish and it's all about her, all she talks about is her, her attitude. She categorizes that all men are like, those are just some of the things that they said. The last one that I'm going to leave you with, there's so much other data here that is in the book. And I encourage you to go to my website and order The Power of Attraction, Getting the Man You Need, Not Want. Because all of this data is important. It's going to help you on this single journey. The last question that I asked was, what is the one piece of advice that you would give to women? This is what came up most often. To be yourself. Don't try to impress us. And don't change who you are for somebody else. 
So it was all about being yourself. And they would go on and emphasize how women, they don't believe are being themselves and are trying to impress. The second thing was really interesting. It was, they said to be confident. They feel like women are not confident in themselves. Don't be afraid and know your wants and your own worth. Get to know the guy was next and listening to him. Listen, ladies, listen. We really have to get that. We have to learn to listen to each man and judge that man for who he is and not somebody else. Be honest and truthful. Let God lead you. Relax, be patient, take your time, tone it down. Men went on to say that they feel like so many women are in a hurry to find that man or to get that man that it rushes them and it puts them in a space where they stressed and then the man can pick all of that up. So they just saying, you know, tone it down, let God lead you. That is so important on this journey that we talk about. So I wanted to give you some of the nuggets that I did in gathering this research. When I tell you, I learned so much and I thought I knew a lot because I've already talked to hundreds and hundreds of people and have been a part of so many things in helping people with relationships, with dating in their lives, repairing lives. But I learned so much from just listening to these men. And they were given a forum. And when they were given the forum to talk, they talked. And I appreciated their candidness. So if you want to know more, please go and get all of the full, because the question, the first question I didn't tell you about is I asked the men when a woman feels like that she can't find a good man, what do you think that's about? And you should hear what these men really have to say. So I put the quotes in the book. You can get the book once again on my website, drgladney.com. Order your copy today and get the information you need that's going to help you attract the man that you need in your life. Now, we're going to move on to dating do's and don'ts. I'm going to tell you when you're going on a date and it's your first date and you're meeting somebody or you're having conversation on the phone, be honest about what you're looking for. Go ahead and tell them. People say, oh, don't tell them on the first date that you want kids or you want to be married or you. Yes, you do. Because if you don't, If you're not honest, then you can get caught up in liking somebody and you're not in the same space and wanting the same things out of life. Be honest what you're looking for, but you have to know what you're looking for on that first date and say, yes, I'm looking for companionship or I'm looking for looking to be married, but be honest with that person. And then we're going to go to the Ask a Dr. G. It's an interesting question that comes in and it comes in all the time. So I'm going to tackle it once again. Dear Dr. G, I consider myself a wonderful person and I am a loyal woman. I am smart, nice looking, have a great job and a great personality. Can you help me with my relationships? My last three relationships ended because of cheating, that is. Being cheated on. One guy was dating me and another woman and we both thought we were the only one. In the second relationship, I found naked pictures of women and graphic text messages that he said were meaningless. And the third relationship, I caught him with another woman. Am I doing something wrong or do all men cheat? Now, A, I just did a podcast. I think it was podcast number nine that was on cheating. So to answer the first question, no, all men do not cheat. 
if that's what you're attracting in your life, then there's some things that we can look at as far as you're concerned. Because that energy that you put out generally attracts the type of people in our lives, which is so important. And why I wrote this book, ladies, that we have to change our energy. So while it may seem like that, A, because this has been your experience, all men do not cheat. And I don't want you to judge every man on these examples in your experience, which is really hard to do because when it's your experience, it's your experience. And you feel like that's the way the world is. But we do need to look at some things as to why you are attracting that same type of man. And we did another podcast that it was podcast number two, help. I keep attracting the same type of man. So there's some steps in there and things that we can look at to see what is it that you're putting out that keeps getting the cheating kind of man into your life, into your space. Generally, they have signs that they give out. The cheaters, and we talked about that even in the lying and the dating, the players, they have signs that they put out that often as women, we ignore those signs because guess what? He's cute or he's this or he's fine or whatever else it is that we decide it'll be okay. So A, I would like for you to first of all, order a copy of the book. And then I'd like to have a side conversation with you because it's so deep for me to just answer it on the podcast. But a lot of people do have the same kind of question. All right. And then we're going to our challenge of the week, the challenge of the week. We're coming up on 2021. I want you ladies and men, if the men are listening to this one, I want you to write down your relationship goals. While you're thinking about what 2021 looks like, and we all know that we have no control over what it may look like, and while you're writing down your goals for 2021, I need you to write your relationship goals. If you want to be in a relationship, it's going to have to be a goal. You have to write it down. It's not going to just happen by happenstance. And writing it down is going to help you to clarify where you are, what it is that you're wanting. And understanding if you are a spiritual person and if you are a Christian, so much of it has to do with you praying as well and understanding what God has for you. Write down those goals and get yourself ready for 2021. I hope in this podcast that you've learned some things. You've learned just a little bit of information and data about men. Again, I'm going to encourage you to join our Facebook group and to go to my website where you can submit your story. We want to hear your crazy dating story. We want to answer your questions on the air and we want to get you into a place of creating an amazing dating life. Thank you so much again for joining us. Share this. I am here for you to help you stay sane in this crazy world of dating. This is Single Life with Dr. G. Dating over the